6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Hey man, I hear there's a party someplace. Where's it at? All right, it is hard to believe it was 40 years ago that an album was released that launched our next guest into superstardom. It was 1981, and Rick Springfield had recorded Working Class Dog. The first song off that album was Jesse's Girl, and after years of being in the music biz, Rick Springfield had a number one hit, and as they say, the rest is history. Now, the second tune released was I've Done Everything For You, which was written by Sammy Hagar. And now, 40 years later, Sammy and Rick Springfield have joined forces once again. And you heard that tune, Party at the Beach Bar, might give you an idea of what they're up to. I'm thrilled to have Rick Springfield join us this afternoon. Rick, welcome to 630 Chad in Edmonton. Thanks a lot. Appreciate that. You, you know what? 1981, Jaylen is pretty tongue-tied, remembering how much she loved that song and that album. 2021, Jaylen, pretty thrilled to be able to talk to you about your career. So let's start. <laughs> it's, it's the truth, my friend. Uh, let's start with the 40th anniversary <laughs> of an album that you and your agent um, didn't originally think was going to do that well. We know that Jesse's Girl turned into being a massive hit, sended millions, uh, sold millions, uh, won the Grammy for Best Rock Vocal performance mail you had numerous hits but that song is truly the one you know when we say your name that is what we think of yeah. is that a, a blessing or a bit of baggage 40 years on how do you feel about that song and that album well it's like everything in life it's a, a two-edged sword you know it's uh, of course it's i mean everybody i think every writer hopes to write a song that will last. Uh, you know, the Beatles wrote 150, but uh, you know, I was happy with with one that kind of really stands the test of time. Um, it was, uh, you know, like when I'm actually, I was really happy you played Party at the Beach Bar because usually they play Jesse's Girl. Whether there's, you know, a new, I'm going in to talk about a new album or something, they won't play the new song. They'll play Jesse's Girl. So you know, that's a, it overshadows to a degree. The 40th anniversary tour um, has there had been put on hold because of this pandemic. Tickets I see are on sale now. You've got some shows coming up in the next, uh, starting up again in the next few months. What has um, the pandemic experience been like for you? I, I know that you've been pretty busy writing. You've been doing a lot of writing, a lot of songwriting over the last while. Yeah, that truly really saved me. I mean, first of all, I realized I love being home. I spoke to a couple of artists who are getting ready to, to go on the road, and all of them are saying, you know, I kind of enjoyed this year off at home. It was great. Um, but I know that's not always the case, and I know some people who, you know, have, uh, have had some serious trouble because of it. But 
I mean, I'm looking forward to playing. Uh, we did. I still got together with my band here about uh, a week and a half ago. In my living room, we sat up and we did uh, the whole recorded the whole of Working Class Dog Live. So ah. that that'll be coming out. It'll be coming out soon, and that's uh, <laughs> you know it's a good kind of it'll be a good kickoff for uh, for when we finally get to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the of the record. Rick, when was the last time you played that album from start to finish? <laughs> I think 1981. <laughs> and then I don't think I played every song. But I didn't have a lot in the repertoire back then, so I'm sure I played a lot of them. But, uh, yeah, it was it was really fun. We played from start to finish in the order that it is on the album and came out great. It was... I. You know, I realized there were there was a reason that it was a hit. There's some really good songs on there. I actually was disappointed when they picked Jesse's Girl for the first single because I thought there yeah. were better songs on the album. But you know, fortunately, I was wrong. So. Rick Springfield joining me this afternoon. Uh, Rick, you mentioned uh, the Beatles and the number of uh, hits that they had. I know that you've been you recorded two, I think, two albums during this pandemic. One with uh, it's been described as a very Beatle-driven, very pop '60s British invasion with the the Bissonette Brothers. Um, tell us about um, what those albums that you have been working on over the past year are like. Well, 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 this is the Beach Bar Rum song that I wrote for uh, when I when I made the deal with Sammy. I said, I'm going to write a song about, you know, the, a, gr- a great song that, that doesn't sound like an ad, but you know, it references <laughs> it references the the Beach Bar Rum, and then he sang on it too, and. Uh, uh, I did, let's see, I got together with Vance DeGeneres, Ellen's brother, and we wrote a song called The Wall Will Fall, which actually was number one on the rock chart in uh, iTunes here in America. Then uh, I've been writing a very, very, very dark album called uh, Jack Chrome and the Darkness Waltz with a, a friend of mine in Australia that's about the Day of the Dead. And then there's the uh, the Beatle-type stuff with the Bissonette Brothers uh, with a band called the Red Locusts. And we're, all, we're almost finished our, sec- our second album on that. The first one just came out today. Or it's just the first single just coming out today. I love uh, that. What else have I been doing? Oh, I finished my novel, my second yes, novel, which is about a pandemic, <laughs> which is really, was pretty freaky. And uh, I've been walking the dog and drinking lots of Starbucks. And drinking lots of Starbucks. Well, I want to talk to you about uh, drinking some rum. Uh, we talked about, uh, you talked about that song, Party at the Beach Bar. Uh, this this col- this collaboration, another one that you had with, uh, with Sammy Hagar. You guys have... Uh, launched Beach Bar Rum. You have come together to uh, do... St- how did you get involved with this? How did you get involved uh, with this project with Sammy? Well, uh, I mean, I've known Sammy since because he wrote uh, I've Done Everything, Everything For You, yep. which was the second single after after Jesse's mm-hmm. Girls had become a hit. And I have known him since then on and off and and through Van Halen and everything. And, and he heard that I was looking to get into the... Uh, the alcohol business and specifically the rum business <laughs> to avoid competition he said hey let's why, why don't i make you a partner and we'll go in it together <laughs> so we did and, and it's kind of you know two heads are better than one and we can divide and conquer and all that kind of thing and, and there's twice the story and the rum's amazing i mean first of all he, I, he, if you're going to get into 
uh, the, the the alcohol business with any celebrity it's, it's got to be semi because he just had he knows exactly what he's doing and he and mm. he in charge you know he knows it from growing you know with Cabo Wobble he went out and looked of course how the farmers grew the the uh, the uh, agave you know and um, as he did the same thing with the rum and he's and and it's incredible I mean it's just. Uh, Spectacular! I've, I've had a lot of rum since I joined uh, forces with him, and it, the Beach Bar rum kicks everybody, everyone's ass, really. <laughs> yeah, there's a white rum called the Spirit of Paradise, the Redhead, which is my personal favorite with macadamia nuts uh, and uh, the cola spiced. And I have to tell you, my husband and I yeah. have tried all of them. They're all really, really, really good, and we just can't wait to be sitting around on the back patio or our own little beach bar here on the prairies in Canada, uh, you know, having a few this summer when, when it warms up. Uh, Sammy has said that uh, one of his dreams would be... Um, um, you know, uh, you know, along with the beach bar rum is to tour together. Does that does that sound like a possibility? Would that work for you? Yeah, of course. We've talked about that quite a bit, actually, since uh, we did the deal. I mean, the way he got Cabo Wabo going was he had a, you know, every place he played, he had a Cabo Wabo bar on stage and and uh, sold it at the, at, at the gigs. And that's, you know, that, that's the most honest uh, and 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 truest way to advertise is to say you know this is part of the part of the party and I drink it too and it's it's not like going out and and being a spokesman and you're going out and you you playing music you love and that the audience loves and it's uh, it's, it kind of just goes with 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 music I mean alcohol certainly does go, does go with <laughs> rock and roll and it's uh, so it's a very you know it's a very honest way to do it I think uh, Rick Springfield joining us this afternoon before I let you go um, you know you, you mentioned your your book uh, it's a new audio book World on Fire is the sequel to Magnificent Vibration which made the New York Times bestseller list um, it is and you mentioned set in a pandemic how, how odd was it for you to finish this book in a pandemic yeah it was very weird it was uh <laughs> it, it, there I, I got a lot of things right actually uh, you know everyone was kind of really slow on the uptake that uh that this was going to develop into a, a world shattering thing and the same thing happened in my book and uh, mine mine contains uh aliens and uh, God, people speaking to god and it, and so it's a little different but it's uh, dark humor and um uh, you know, it talks about again, which is very strange. It, it it's, talks about uh, a, a place. A lot of it's placed in Jerusalem, and it talks a lot about mm. the div- divisive religions all coming from wow. you know the 136 acres of the Temple Mount. You know, but it you know it, it's uh, which has always amazed me that uh, we're all basically believe the same thing, but we're willing to kill each other over certain phrases and certain names of God. But, so it ad- addresses that, too, in a, a times humorous way. But there is some serious stuff in there. You know, there's some, some dark stuff in there. And um, I was, I was very, I'm very proud of the way it came out, and I narrate it, too. So 
Wonderful. Rick Springfield joining us this afternoon. Uh, the Beach Bar Rum, you can check out. It's going to be in stores at Wine and Beyonds here in Alberta uh, for the upcoming long weekend. Uh, Rick, congratulations on an amazing career, both musically, uh, writing, you name it. You seem to have done it all. And uh, best of luck in the rum business. Uh, looking forward to yes. seeing you on the road again someday. <laughs> Thanks for this. You're very welcome. Enjoy. Take care. Yeah, you betcha. Rick Springfield joining us this afternoon on 630 Chad.